0: hello 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 guys welcome to this new edition of mind podcast uh yes we're on a break and now that the elections are here uh political news are here mind makers is back we'll be now doing non-stop podcasts till the end of the elections and then even more there's we are based in us as you know and there's going to be stuff happening in america the american elections are upon us there's british elections there's indian elections and some sort of an election also is happening in pakistan as we speak but the results are up to everyone is claiming victory people who are have lost are claiming victory. People who are in jail are claiming victory. Uh, so, no one knows what is happening in Pakistan. So, <laughs> uh, that's the, the that's the crazy mess that we live across. And to dissect it all and the latest in Indian politics and then to talk about uh, the mind book for 2024 is the editor of Mind Makers, Harita Ramharita Pusarla. Uh, so, this is going to be an all mind team podcast. Hi, Harita. Welcome to Mind Podcasts.
1: Hi, Adit. It's great connecting with you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Been so long. So before we get into the mind book and we'll go, we'll reserve the best for the last. So we'll talk about the book, the last and how Harita came about with it and what the, you know, the effort and stuff was. What is the madness going on in India? So does it feel like we are in a general election year? Does it feel like we're less than two months away from general election or two, three months away from general election? Or does it just feel like uh, it's just regular?
1: No, frankly, what happened is like, uh, I don't know for reasons uh, known or unknown, like uh, people are, the people in the opposition parties are really clamoring for some kind of relevance and some Mm -hmm. kind of, uh, they're just looking for something that which can hog headlines and then like they can make news or let people know that, Mm -hmm. oh, here we are, we are still here and then look at Mm -hmm. us even. So that's the kind of advice because like uh, looking at the kind of a statements which Rahul Gandhi has made just two years, two days that's ago, true. it's like absolutely, absolute madness and lunacy. Okay, Before that, like uh, wherever he is going, it's ending up in a disaster. Uh, alliances are deserting him. Parties are saying and like it's like uh, nothing so, sort of a shame. Um, maybe it's not the right word to use but then like uh, when uh, one of the alliance partners even questioning Congress like whether you can even get 40 seats on your own um, (laughs) given that you are going to contest 300 seats so that's the state of affairs and then Mm -hmm. like um, see it's going to be like um, a one-sided affair as most of the people are saying but then like uh, so many things can happen in in India after all politics is the real fanfare thing in India
0: Absolutely. so I, I actually I had a piece that I wrote about it this um, this week on mindmakers that I don't I mean this has been the most. I've been covering elections, talking about elections for the last. I don't know, 25 years, probably uh, at least 20 years, very closely. 2004 probably was the one I followed. 99, I was, you know, uh, relatively younger. So I was just following the overall results and stuff. But 2004, I followed to the T. And I mean, I still remember, uh, you know, the big BJP shock. And then, you know, Pranay Roy Mm -hmm. coming and announcing the election at 12 o'clock. saying that Bihari Vajpayee will not be the next prime minister of India. I've told this story many times. But the reason I'm saying Mm -hmm. is, None of those elections, 2004, you could not predict that the Congress was coming back, 2009, it was six months after twenty six eleven, so no one knew that Mr. Advani will be, and, and Congress had lost a bunch of assembly elections in 2008, so, um, but I firmly believe that, you know, the BJP, uh, probably that that's when you had uh, BJP's only, the only people that voted for BJP was the core vote, uh, yes. which was the 16-17%, okay. the 116 okay. seats that stayed. And then obviously in 2014, no one could predict the 282 or the 303 jumps. So there was some sort of a, you know excitement in the air, thin sort of uh, uh, discussions in the air. Right now, there's just, just no discussions. There's no excitement. Uh, Rahul Gandhi keeps doing these yatras that no one talks about. There's a parliament session going on. The Congress and Parliament wants to talk about the economy and stuff. Rahul Gandhi wants to talk about uh, OBC quota, the cast of the Prime Minister. And so I think Mr. Modi is a very lucky man, this election that he's had obviously, I mean, obviously it's to his hard work, you know, that he's kept his popularity, but the Congress has completely lost their
1: heads. Exactly, because in the 21st century and then like as uh, on one hand when Prime Minister is going, is saying that we are going to be the Third largest economy. Um, uh, Rahul Gandhi, on the other hand, keeps harping about caste because mm-hmm. nobody is really interested in caste. Because uh, why I'm saying this is because, like, even in the state of Bihar, when they have brought out the caste census, nobody was least bothered at looking at it or even analyzing it and then uh, taking up any kind of measures. And then uh, Nitish has, after coming, after like coming out of Mahagarbhan, has said like it's upon insistence of Rahul Gandhi that we went ahead and then uh, did this caste census. And then like uh, this again comes back to the same thing like with the political analysts uh, always uh, uh, saying that like uh, um, Congress was in power uh, for ten years and then it mm. has it did ca- a caste uh, I mean, it did a caste survey, but then what was the reason that it hasn't released those? uh mean, uh, the survey results, because if it is so interested or like uh, it's so caring about the backward class and all those people, what happened to all that stuff at that point of time? That's so right. it, all, it all comes down to one thing, like people are apparently seeing through the agenda of the opposition parties, especially Congress party, which is mm-hmm. day by day, it is becoming more divisive. Okay, mm-hmm. so the viciousness uh, which was earlier like uh, uh, carried out under the uh, mask of uh, being stupidity, that is like uh, coming out. Like uh, those, uh, the kind of poison he is like uh, spilling through his like uh, uh, what do you say, like uh, foolish uh, statements, is now uh, <laughs> everybody is going to see through it, or everybody is understanding what it is. Like otherwise, yeah, there is no reason.
0: Um, no, sorry. no, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, so the, it, there's no reason why they have to uh, start talking about the 15th Economic Commission and then like these antics of uh, Kerala uh, Chief Minister Pindrai Vijay and, and then Sidra Maya. Um, Sidra Maya. it is like everybody knows, like uh, the, um, with his five guarantees, the state is mm-hmm. going to go bankrupt. Okay. Yes. And uh, so all these things everybody knows, and even Kerala. Kerala, like it has been like uh, just uh, making snide remarks at the center, saying that it's not giving its, uh, it's not uh, allocating funds properly. But on the (laughs) other hand, uh, in the Supreme Court itself, uh, government has said like uh, there's no fiscal discipline in Kerala. And then it is like what they are making to the economy. Okay so these are few things and then like mean uh, when you see that in the next state telangana it has promised six guarantees okay mm. so one more than karnataka so mm. they are going to follow the same path now like uh, to keep people like um, uh, uh, to keep in uh, to, to keep up their trust, Telangana mm-hmm. is surely going to follow the uh, Sidrama's footsteps. I mean, Dravendrady is going to follow this um, uh, this his footsteps. So it's That's not true. very clear; like people can understand and read through all these things.
0: Mm. So, then let me ask you something. Um, what is the solution moving forward, right? So, if, 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 uh, and I mean, I'm saying Mr. Prime, you know, Mr. Modi will come back, but we've also seen increasingly that uh, people have voted differently in state elections and national elections, right? Uh, you mm-hmm. saw Karnataka with the Congress party came back, but, you know, mm-hmm. uh, more, right now it seems like the BJP is going to sweep the state. So, what do you think? What do you think, like, are Are people making that distinction at a far larger scale than we are thinking? Or was this just a one-off phenomenon?
1: See, one thing has changed after 2014. And this is Mm -hmm. purely my assessment. Like uh, people Mm. have become uh, not wise, but then they are prudent in their choices. They are very Mm. prudent with their choices. Mm. Because uh, they are like, even in states, they are mm-hmm. not taking PM Modi's word for uh, for granted. Okay, they okay. are voting to BJP candidates only and only if they have delivered Correct. in the assembly elections. So mm-hmm. it is uh, no way to say that like uh, when PM Modi goes and then uh, um, uh, does like uh, 10 to 15 uh, um, election rallies there, it's, uh, it's going to turn the tide around. No, it's not mm-hmm. going to happen. Because people know that like after 2014, what they have seen is like politicians, if they are interested, they can deliver. Okay, mm. So that is the real change that has happened after 2014. Because mm. like uh, there are certain tangible, in, uh, mean, tangible changes and uh, mean, uh, if I can say tangible incentives that people have received. After mm. Modi has come to power, beat uh, DBT, and then, like, we are like, we might simply dismiss like uh, he has been like uh, just um, uh, telling the same things over and again. But the mm. thing is, like, uh, delivery matters, and then it people does. have Absolutely. gotten used to it because, like, especially uh, some sections which were like uh, neglected in the previous regimes. Uh, they mm-hmm. have been the uh, mm-hmm. awas, yoshana, mudra loans and things like 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 then there there one video was going around in social media where pm modi went to a tribal village sat with them and then uh, talked with those uh, women workers asha workers and all that like all these things like um, maybe there is a pr element to it but mm-hmm. then nobody can take away what was like no, but
0: I, I, I i don't understand also if if someone promotes the stuff that they have done why is why is it wrong i mean you know this is also a very bad indian tradition that we have that we must not talk about the good things that we did if you are not going to talk who the heck is going to talk about your neighbor is not going to come and talk about the good things you did right so that that unfortunately is a, a sort of a bit of an issue that we are having we are facing with uh, our indian sort of society or mentality
1: as well uh, no uh, I'll tell you one one thing okay mm. um, when people have gotten used to hearing all these things from those uh, from uh, from those established voices so until unless the ecosystem really says that okay Modi has done it, there are certain sections yeah. of people who would say that whatever um, whatever Modi or BJP is going to say, it is false. They are not going mm. to do this. That is the extent or the level of influence that this ecosystem had on India and continues to have in India. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So until unless one of them comes up and then acknowledges, the rest of them won't fall silent. Meaning to mm. say that if they, if he or she comes up and says that, okay, we acknowledge this, then the other opposing voices will, 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 will fall silent. Mm. So, so then, let has- me yeah
0: let me put you a controversial counterpoint right then is mr modi then erring with when he's talking to people like chandra babu naidu or, and now there are rumors about kamal Nath, which i'm not i'm not going to entertain because i don't think mr K- bjp would ever do business with kamal Nath. i think that would be kamal Nath hedging his bets also but what do you think because you're from the you know very, you're very familiar about with the politics of andhra pradesh um Isn't it a law of diminishing returns? I think BJP was burned once in uh, uh, 1998, where they went from 20% vote share to almost nothing after 2004 Mm -hmm. in Andhra, thanks to that bad alliance with uh, Chandra Babu Naidu.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So uh, what you said is absolutely true. BJP is going to burn its fingers. Because Mm -hmm. see, uh, there is a typical voting pattern, which is Mm -hmm. like uh, inherent to Andhra Pradesh okay mm. so they vote along the caste lines be mm. whatever what irrespective of the issue okay mm. that is deeply in, ingrained in that society which is like mm. uh, uh, which is reflected everywhere like be in whichever nook and corner of the world they would go i uh, am mm. really sorry to say that and then i am ashamed to say this but mm. this has been the thing okay so mm. the caste is the dominant factor and then uh, 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 CBN rides on this caste factor, on this caste wheel. Mm. Okay, so until unless um, BJP cultivates its own vote bank, no mm. amount of uh, allying with CBN or even Gen Sena is going to have any kind of positive impact on it. But hmm. in fact, what it should do is it should stay away from all these alliances. It shouldn't shy away saying that even I would just work from the scratch, not rely on this, uh, on these people and then start vote, building my vote bank on my own. Until unless um, BJP takes that extreme stand, it is not going to establish itself in Andhra it If you ask me... Yeah.
0: If you ask me Harita I think uh I just think it's it's a bad idea. It's a, a law of diminishing returns because unfortunately I think they are just it's useless. Absolutely yeah. useless. Why? Exactly. That's why what would I you do it?
1: BJP shouldn't entertain these people. That's the first yeah. thing. Because the kind of a treatment that the CBN has given to PM Modi when he has come to Andhra Pradesh, especially to Visakhapatnam, I remember it. Mm. Uh, he has welcomed him with uh, wearing black clothes. Okay. Mm. It was like uh, he said, like, um, uh, we are against uh, uh, BJP, which has promised a special status and all that. But uh, evidently, when you go to hard numbers, the mm. uh, opposite is true. Because mm-hmm. BJP hasn't really denied uh, what it has uh, promised uh, to mm. the state. So, mm. but uh, the, uh, once again, it comes back to the same thing. Because like uh, CBN was banking on having extra funds, extra funds. And then like, um, I don't know where they have sunk those uh, that money into, but then... Mm the state ha- is where it has been at the time of partition hmm. okay so it is bad state of affairs in andhra pradesh as such so
0: hmm. then. so then which very, this is just sad, actually, if you think about it. But uh, you know, what can we do? It is what it is. Uh, uh, unfortunately, you have to deal with the best hands you you have. So let's yeah, let's but
1: go one, to one. Two, uh, I mean, just only, just I uh, just want ah, to say please. only one thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, Andhra Pradesh is perhaps the only state where, like, uh, both uh, Jagan Reddy, YSRCP, mm-hmm. and CBN wants to join with, uh, uh, join hands with uh, Narendra Modi. Okay, oh, because uh, okay. as of now, like YSRCP hasn't ever voted against uh, or like uh, hasn't opposed any of the uh, BJP's uh, uh, legislations till now, and it has mm-hmm. always voted in favor of BJP. So it is a tough call for BJP as how it is going to manage these two things, given like uh, Jagan has so many outstanding ED inquiries pending against him.
0: Mm. And so then you think that that is going to be interesting, okay? And uh, Jagan Mohan Jagan Mohan is also a very interesting thing. I don't think he has a, he has burned his bridges with the Congress, so I think I don't think that's gonna. Happen. But you know, I want to talk about one person that you've written about in your piece, uh, the son of Andhra Pradesh, uh, one of. Uh, India's finest prime minister unfortunately never got his due post but he got a Bharat Ratna today is Mr. PV Narasimha Rao uh, uh, he uh, you know very interesting character always divides he has there is always two Narasimha Rao's one before 1990 and the other post 1990 there is the Narasimha Rao that was a home minister during the congress era that you know mm-hmm. has quest- questions and policies that uh, not only us many people within the BJP have uh, you know, rebutted, but, but there is the Narasimha Rao that opened up the Indian economy that uh, did a lot of good in terms of defense spending, in terms of uh, nuclear power, and there is a Narasimha Rao who worked very closely with Mr. Vajpayee, Mr. Advani. Uh, he was not an adversarial opposition, nor nor where he worked with the opposition and the opposition worked with him. So it was, a, and and then in his later years, unfortunately abandoned by his own party. Uh, sadly, took uh, a, an opposition party in Pal in power to give him otherwise this could have happened between 2004 and 2014 so having said that given that given those perspectives how would you view <coughs> mr narsimharau
1: see uh, narsimharau as you said like he is like uh, has, he has two images uh, he was rightly called as half lion okay yeah when uh, uh, the title of the book itself goes like uh, this uh, half lion <laughs> Uh, thing is like um, um, he could adjust himself to any kind of situation and he could come out unscathed from that mm. so there, there are several examples to that but uh, the the most important thing is the way he he remains silent uh, during uh, uh, Babri Masjid demolition that was the one aspect which has like ticked off uh, congress and then that has further uh made him an alien within the party so that hmm. is one of the things which bjp like really appreciates in uh, BV nuts other than like uh, as you have said like uh, he never He he closely worked with Vajpayee and then sought his support. And that's how like the minority government of was able to pass those uh, economic reforms despite like uh, opposition from the communist parties. So that's one aspect of it. But uh, another thing is like um, he has been an intellectual. He was called as Aparachanitya because he had that kind of a political acumen. And then he has been a brilliant uh, strategist. Okay, mm. other than that, like uh, he has been a multifaceted person, polylingual, and then he was adept adapt with uh, 14 languages. And uh, he was a literary, uh, he translated uh, uh, the, um, that is one of the most, mm. import, most important treatments in Telugu, like, uh, into Marathi. Mm. So mm. that was the kind of uh, scholastic abilities he had. So he was uh, all in one, but uh, unfortunately, he wouldn't allow uh, himself to turn into a puppet of uh, like work to the whims and fancies of the establishment. So hmm. uh, establishment here in the sense, the first uh, family. The first so, family.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: So that's how, like, he fell. Um, when he burned bridges with her, and then mm-hmm. everybody knows what has uh, loomed off on him. Upon him, after that, he was in uh, his even his uh, mortal remains weren't allowed an entry into even uh, His mortal remains weren't allowed entry into the Congress uh, Party office. That was mm-hmm. the kind of affairs and state of affairs. He was one of the only prime ministers, I suppose, who was who doesn't have uh, a specific. Uh, uh, cremation point in uh, delhi unlike other uh, prime ministers so he mm-hmm. was uh, he was asked to I mean, his dead body I mean, his uh, family was asked to carry the body back to hyderabad and perform mm-hmm. the last rites so that was the kind of affairs and then uh, this is one of the Horrible. episodes which shows like how uh, congress party treats people who doesn't really know to them so mm-hmm. that absolutely is like, so yeah, this is richly deserved honor and recognition, but uh, as mm-hmm. always, uh, the timing is something which people <laughs> really suspect. Um, I think uh, there should ha- it should have been timed properly.
0: Absolutely. Because, like
1: uh, now, whatever whatever be your intentions with the elections around, people can only think of elections and elections only, nothing else
0: yeah okay. there is a, there is so much more than that and so absolutely a true intellectual very interesting and then we'll maybe we'll have a, a you know much deeper discussion about the bharata in the years to come but before we these to come because there are five people who got it and you know mr lk advani too very high richly deserved uh the first the creator of a first opposition a formidable opposition front that has been here to stay mm-hmm. uh you have to understand and people are like um Oh, so what? You know, BJP gets 303. Uh, <laughs> under Mr. Advani in 89 and 91, we got eight, you know, BJP got 89 and 116. No, that's not, that's only half the story. The fact is there were two opposition fronts in 1977 post-emergency and, you know, the Janasang in the 60s and they were completely reduced. The Janta Party served a setback, the Bharatiya Lok, then Mr. Charan Singh was another recipient of the Bharat Ratna <laughs> uh, and Karpuri Thakur. Who was the third, uh, uh, third of the third front from the Janta Party in Bihar at that time? He was the Chief Minister of Bihar right, during the JP movement and post that in that phase. Um, so given given those contradictions, BJP was reduced to two seats in 1984 after Mrs Gandhi's death. Gandhi's death. From there, they went to 89, 116th. He was the architect. Him along with Mr. Then Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Pramod Mahajan, Narendra Modi, the VHP mm-hmm. did the whole Ram Janmabhoomi Yatra. Now you have the Ram Mandir here. And um, you know, incredible com- contribution. Unfortunately, could never become the prime minister of India, a post that he not only probably deserved, he you know also wanted. But then there were the Indian politics was different, so he took a back seat, nominated Mr. Vajpayee as the NDA phase, mm-hmm. and you know the rest, you know, is history. But yeah. he so he got it. Uh, he got the Bharat Ratna. But my point is that maybe we should. I know that there's always debates and I think awards should be debated because we are a democracy. We are not like what's Mm -hmm. happening next door where anything that people say is uh, on and above board. But I think we should also give more Bharat Ratnas. There cannot be just 50 Bharat Ratnas. 53 overall. Three have been given to people who aren't from India. Aren't born in India. 50 are you telling me in a in a, in a country of 1.4 4 billion, where there's only 50 people since independence that we have found, and a few of them are pretty obvious choices, Lata Mangeshkar, Sachin Tendulkar, which you, who could you know give with a blind eye and stuff. Uh-huh. So, uh, Sardar Patel. So I think we should uh, maybe we need to loosen up a little bit. Maybe you know this award. There are people who have contributed to people uh, in many ways, and it couldn't be just put, M.S. Swaminathan was given for his great contribution <laughs> in green revolution. Now, unfortunately, it came six months after his death i would have loved if he had gotten it yes. when he was alive yes. so yes. Uh, so things like that so uh, maybe maybe we need to think about and giving you know more people uh, that are what do you think
1: yeah that's true but then like i'm at least happy that like uh, now people are thinking beyond those uh, certain pockets okay mm-hmm. and beyond certain families entitled families Now they are recognizing that there are so many personalities who have contributed to India enormously through their uh, services and their sacrifices. So this is the time. And then as we have seen with the Padma Awards, which have become People's Padma, I really hope that uh, um, Bharat Ratna has also really become something like that. People who have made invaluable contributions to our civilization, to uh, development of India and taking it abroad and bringing it to limelight. All these people, all these personalities and icons be recognized and get that new uh, recognition and hmm. honor. So that has been pending, again, it all comes back to the same thing, like, uh, see, till uh, 2014, like how much ever you want to discredit Modi, but uh, something has changed after 2014. Mm. We can't Mm -hmm. deny that. The way things have been happening and then the way people are getting recognized and the way the aspirations of of the people are put to the forefront or they are given more importance, is something which has really changed okay so that kind of a positivity and positive energy has been infused after 2014 mm-hmm. so like uh, i think they uh, mean bjp should maintain this tempo and then continue uh, honoring people the deserving people and then uh, recognize their services of uh, people from every nook and corner of the country so
0: mm-hmm. there
1: are so many so many unsung heroes in india we don't have dirt of them. We just have to recognize them, and um, I, I think uh, they should be. uh I mean, they shouldn't be really so shrewd, because like uh, with these uh, five recent paratratnas, no doubt, uh, um, uh, BJP has consolidated its vote bank in different whatever, I mean, while the intent is, I, I can't take away their genuine intent and then uh, say that it is totally politically motivated, but then mm. timing matters.
0: Okay. Absolutely. So, but
1: that is one thing, like, I think uh, BJP should be cautious about, like, when they are doing certain things, people should immediately think that it has come genuinely, okay, mm. not like, um, like with some kind of a motivation behind
0: yeah it. i mean i agree with you like uh, this could have probably been given at any time of the year right why why do it today it's it's a very legitimate uh, point that you raise right why why do it today but, you know why not do it later and stuff and you know uh, maybe maybe there is that is a question that needs to be um, answered so to speak and uh, uh, you know so hopefully you know we get answers on that um, one does hope so but uh, all good points all very good points uh, Harita that you mentioned on these on the whole Bharat Ratna question um, moving on I think uh, we'll be, we unfortunately we are in you know in the very lack of time so uh, we I want to talk a little bit about the mind book so let mm-hmm. me show everyone what this beautiful work of art is and I would Please explain everyone what is the mind book is all about. This is an e-mind book. Guys, obviously me being with Mindmakers, I get it in PDF. So don't jump up and down saying, why can't we get it? You should get a physical copy rather than an e copy. Please get a you know physical copy. But why don't you talk and about it?
1: Yeah. And for all the uh, people who are interested in getting the mind book, you can just get the mind book. Uh, uh, it's a click away. So mm-hmm. it, uh, just uh, log into our website and then there it is, like you get all the details. Mm-hmm. So about the mind book, it's like, uh, this is the first, uh, this is the fifth edition of mind book. And mm-hmm. uh, I just want to little uh, go back to, uh, go into its history. Like uh, mm-hmm. what was the thought behind it? Uh, right. Because like uh, when I, I was talking throughout, I have been emphasizing about the ecosystem and the narrative. Okay, mm-hmm. Most of us talk about ecosystem and the narrative, but then like mm. uh, uh, narrative is not built in a day. It has to be mm. constantly nurtured and work has to be done on it. Like how you build up, our, how we build our voices and how we strengthen it. And then Master. it is not only a unidimensional thing. It should be a multidisciplinary thing and multidisciplinary, dimensional aspect as well. So keeping all these things in view, like the first one we have done despite the COVID in 2020, uh, mm-hmm. actually, like um, uh, the purpose was, as I told you, it is like uh, presenting things with an indic lens or mm-hmm. the mind book can be, any uh, the reader's indic lens okay mm-hmm. it is an yearbook with indic perspective we are trying we are uh, this book uh, uh, comprises of all the major events that has happened in um, in that particular year. Um, for example the mind book uh, 2024 would have all the important events and developments which has uh, which have happened across the world and including india. Um, mm-hmm. in 2023 so the previous mm-hmm. year's work would be published in like 2024. So what wh- what are the things or what you can look for in my book is like briefly uh the country profiles. Uh, like, which mm-hmm. is going to be an interesting thing, but then here we have a twist to the country profiles. That is, like, uh, we include uh, information about Indic temples, meaning to say that, like, uh, Hindu temples, Gurdwaras, Buddhist temples, Jain temples, all these things, and then and like, including uh,
0: places to visit uh, for English. food and stuff as well, because you know, a lot of yes. people have a lot of questions about food and everything.
1: And most of them are like uh, uh, the places where you find Indian cuisine. Those are the things. This is to say that like um, India is not restricted to just India or Indian subcontinent. Wherever Indians are, like they have been entrepreneurs. And then they That's have right. been spreading our culture, our cuisine, our everything related to India. Surely. So that is Absolutely. one part which we wanted to highlight. The other thing is like um, a chronology calendar of events that have happened in India and uh, across the world. Then you have like an overview of um, all different aspects, as I have been telling, like uh, it it needs to be multidimensional. So we have uh, different chapters on politics, current affairs, foreign affairs and Mm -hmm. uh, military and strategic affairs, history and culture. With some people like
0: um, P.R. Shankar, Professor Mukul, uh, uh, Mukul Asher.
1: It's not like only a single person writing this, but then experts in various fields and then renowned personalities have like penned articles for us. And then we have collated them and brought them together. All these things, or uh, most of them, are published on like our website. But then we have we uh, provide platform to the other uh, uh, portals as well. Like uh, we regularly uh, publish some of the viral articles from e Sanskriti as well. Along with mm-hmm. this, we showcase the works of like uh, the Dharmic warriors who are less known. Like uh, the previous edition, we have talked about uh, poetry in stone. That is uh, uh, Vijay Kumar, who has been instrumental in bringing back several of our idols which have been stolen from India. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so those are the things which uh, we showcase. And this year we have like uh, um, a centre spread on Indian mathematics by like uh, Jandahas Halai. So, uh, and then we have like uh, showcase the work of Bruhat, their objectives and all that. So it That's is like right. a kind of a collaborative thing, which we are trying to build a kind of a small ecosystem. Uh, I mean, we are not actually building it. The existing ecosystem, which we are trying to showcase through our mm-hmm. book and let people know that these are the people, silent warriors, who are working on the ground. And then like, we need to recognize That's right. their efforts. So Absolutely. this book is going to be really useful for people like um, who want to, uh, mean, uh, 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 people preparing for competitive exams and also like uh, knowledge enthusiasts and uh, mm-hmm. really history buffs. Because like uh, we, uh, our history and culture uh, uh, chapter is really very unique because like, uh, we are uh, uh, bringing out uh, select uh, pieces about the Indian history in the sense like about Marathas uh, like, and also like uh, uh, the research, uh, the Indian chronology research which people have mm-hmm. been doing. That is yeah. another aspect of it. And then like uh, the liberation movements, for example, the Hyderabad liberation movement. Uh, that was okay. the focal point uh, uh, in, in the previous year. And mm-hmm. this year it has been like about the Indian chronology and mm-hmm. uh, Marathas. So every year we are like uh, bringing forth certain aspects. And also like um, uh, in this year of history and culture.
0: Hmm. Hello? I think we're having a little bit of issue, Um, I think, with... Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry you you just broke you broke up for a second so uh, that's fine i mean but i think w- to sum up what it's it's basically and i'm going to share again uh, i'm going to share the screen again first i thought it was my <laughs> thing that was giving an issue but i i, I want people to see so it's basically everything from you know military strategic affairs and you can see the absolute uh, it's it's a 650 uh, 647 um page document of love. As I say, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears have gone into this document. Lots of fascinating analysis, great people. Meetings, discussions, and you can see everywhere. I mean, there's some beautiful graphics and beautiful pictures. And I would, I would highly recommend, please getting the uh, the printed version of it because you know you want to do it. It's a great reference book. People who are preparing for things like the UPSC, uh, you know, it, it's very helpful for you guys as well. Uh, we don't do like uh, advertisements like training classes and stuff. We just say it's great to broaden your perspective, get into it, and uh, do it. So please, please consider buying. Uh, uh, the mind book a uh, lot of our friends a lot of uh, people who've been associated with mind makers for so long have worked very hard on this
1: yeah that's true it's like uh, giving voices to so many people it's not like written by only one person You have uh, i mean for example we have 40 contributors uh, that's who right who have like uh, their uh, seminal pieces have been put together and then mm. we have brought mm. out this volume so Every no, no. edition is going to be really
0: unique. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I urge everyone to, you know, uh, uh, do that and stuff. And please, if you have any questions, I mean, we're definitely going to tag Harita. We're going to tag about the Mind Book um, on the MindMakers Twitter feed, Facebook, on the MindMakers portal. You're going to find a lot of uh, options for the Mind Book. So please consider uh, subscribing. Please consider uh, uh, reading about it. And please write to us about it. We would love to hear what you have to say about okay. about this. So um, with that, uh, we're going to wrap up this edition of my Podcast. But before we wrap up, we are going to definitely talk about our recommendations this week. So Harita, any uh, recommendations you have in terms of uh, what to watch, what to read that is non-political?
1: Uh, see, uh, <laughs> I've been <laughs> reading. <laughs> see, um, uh, after this uh, Ramjan Bhumi I mean, after this uh, consecration of uh, Ayodhya Ram Mandir, Mm -hmm. I've been more into like uh, what is like uh, so unique about what uh, sets Indian religions apart from Abrahamic religions. So Mm -hmm. exploring that, like I have started reading a book, uh, The Darkening Pages. And then I please, please, please recommend this book to everybody who wants to understand like what sets Indic religions apart from the Abrahamic religions. It's for uh, for our oh, own yeah. understanding and for wider perspective. Uh, so that's one thing that is written by Catherine N- uh, Nixie. Uh, okay. It was published in 2018. So that is my recommendation for this um,
0: Fascinating, fascinating. Those are those are terrific and indeed great recommendations. Uh, uh, my recommendation this uh, this week would be a a show that I watched uh, called A Small Light. Uh, over here, it's available on Hulu and Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure in a hot star in India. It's about the Otto Frank family and how they were saved for two years by Miep, uh, his secretary, and her husband Jan in Netherlands. Uh, Everyone's heard about Anne Frank, right? But Mm -hmm. what was the Anne Frank story and how they managed to do it? That's what it's about. We all know, unfortunately, how it ends uh, uh, because Otto was the only person to make it out alive out of that. And, you know, he published his daughter's diaries. But you have to read. You have to watch that show. Some of the lines are just mind numbingly like it, it just gives you goosebumps because they are even relevant today when i talk to my kashmiri pandit friends and some of the things that they had to do in the 1990 in kashmir uh you know we it's they are as heartbreaking right and so how do we how did we get here right and how do we how do we make sure we are not making the same mistakes again we have to watch that we have to understand we have to see how you know um, how to how to survive and how what the jewish community did to survive and to come out of that how the what the i don't want to reveal it because it's just so gripping but it's it's disturbing it's harrowing but it's also inspirational because families sacrificed everything to make sure one person two people three people from their families survive to tell the story because they are like for for them uh, this is it. And even now, when the state of Israel or the Jewish community comes under attack, you do feel like, why should you stand with them? You know what they have faced. They, they have faced everything in one lifetime. Right. So my heart goes out to them. But do watch a small, uh, a small light uh, and the the magnificent story of Meep. So uh, with that, I want to wrap up this week's podcast. And um, thank, thank you, you so Alex, much, Haritha, for joining. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be back, guys, next week. Uh, please yes. like, share, subscribe. And we'll probably be back even uh, sooner. With Jay- I'm Jay and Moog and I are thinking of doing a electoral analysis podcast. So, you know, that's, that'll be planned soon. But uh, please, again, buy book, guys. Uh, and it'll be there in a thumbnail as well. So you'll be able to see. Till then, it's um, uh, it's goodbye from Harita and I, and uh, we'll see you guys shortly. Thank you. Thank you.